Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Tell God our Father, we come one more time. And so thankful, Lord, that you allowed us to have this opportunity to engage in your words, O oh Lord. Asking, Lord, that you would strengthen our mind and our body, that we'd be able to absorb the intention that is you intended for us to learn from this study, O oh Lord. Asking, Lord, you bless us in all that we do. Thanking you for this day. Thanking you for our lying down last night. Thanking you for all that you've done for us and all that you will do for us. We ask, O oh Lord, you open our mind that we might be able to obtain the knowledge that you would have us have this evening. We ask deep blessings and so many more in your name. Amen. The evening lesson is uh, May 29th, Choosing Well. A lesson comes from Galatians 5 16 through 26. And in this lesson, Paul talks about, well, last week he talked about freedom, love, and faith. Paul tells believers to serve one another in love. This week he's telling us how to do it, how to love one another in, in love. Uh, this requirement cannot be accomplished by the power of man alone. God has given us these Holy Spirit that he gives and the Holy Spirit live within the heart of the believer. He is in us so we can rely, lean, depend, and call on him to empower us to live as God requires us to do. Without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, no Christian will be able to serve others in love. When we become a Christian, Jesus gives us untold liberties. Paul wants a Galatian Christian to use, and us to use our Christian liberties to access the power of the Holy Spirit who enables us to serve one another in love. Every day we must access that power of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit will enable us to walk and keep on walking in the strength of God and not in the strength of the world or in the strength of ourselves. We must set aside our own power and lean on the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we must die in the power of ourselves and live in the power of the Holy Spirit. If we're going to serve one another in love, we have to put ourselves aside and, and lean on the Holy Spirit because as long as we got ourselves, it's hard for us to overcome the, the tendencies of doing whatever pleases ourselves. So Paul talks about just how to have victory. And uh, talks about the desires and how to receive, how to achieve it under the spirit and power of guidance. So he talks about in verse 16, this I say, walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, what had happened is the Galatians had abandoned their walk with Christ and returned to walking according to the law. 
and Paul had spent a lot of time teaching them to walk in the spirit and not in the law. Uh, so Paul commanded them, uh, and it's, uh, this church is for them to return to the place that had, they had abandoned. That is, they didn't walk in the spirit. As Christians, uh, we do not have the right to do as we please. God did not save us from ourselves so we could continue to live for ourselves. Being saved, we no longer belong to ourselves. We belong to Christ. We must live in the freedom of Christ by manifesting the fruits of the Spirit in love for one another. Walking in the Spirit, uh, we succumb to the influence of the Holy Spirit. So when we become a Christian, uh, the Holy Spirit is supposed to transform us. Be you not conformed, but be you transformed. Uh, and the only way to overcome the control of the flesh is by yielding to the empowering influence of the Spirit of God. And where you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It does not lie in the power of man to accept, to resist the overwhelming power of the flesh. In other words, the power of the flesh is strong on us. For us to overcome the power of doing what the flesh wants us to do, Jesus said in Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. So we have a tendency to lead to leading to the flesh because the flesh is pleasing to us. Verse 17 says, for the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. To the other, one contrary to the other, so that you cannot do the thing that ye would. As Christians, we are in a constant battle every day. The color mind wants to influence uh, uh, and pull us in one direction, and the Spirit of God wants to influence and pull us in the opposite direction. Even though the Spirit of God has the greatest power, the decision of the individual will determine which one will have the ruling influence and pull over us. So we have a decision-making power in our, within ourselves that we're going to decide which one is going to rule us. If we give in to the flesh, the color influence will rule. If we give in to the spirit, the spirit influence will rule. There's a wall raging there all the time. But the flesh lusted against the spirit. Uh, the conflict is over which one will govern and control our conduct and our behavior. Uh, the conflict will continue for the last time of the believer. God has designed uh, within this bellow the destruction of uh, of needle. As long as we have alive, we have that bellow between the flesh and the spirit. <clears throat> now, we cannot have it both ways. Uh, and these are contrary one to the other. When we talk about... Uh, that's well, trying to make an example. Uh, when you talk about maybe telling somebody that they need to stop using drugs and, and uh, spend their money on something more productive, and and and, and many times that person wants to stop using, but the the flesh is so strong that they can't do it by themselves. To be able to stop doing that kind of situation, it needs the power of God. We cannot overcome the influence by of ourselves. 
only when we decide that the Holy Spirit is going to take us or take over or we're able to control those situations many times uh, uh, where the Spirit will help us control it. We don't actually possess that in ourselves to be able to do that by ourselves. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us and give us the power to do it. But Paul says in Romans 21, I find in... Can I say something? Go ahead. And on that note, sometimes our flesh can be so weak to the situation that we in, and we it the Holy Spirit have to give us that jump start that we need to start the um um deliverance process. You know, addiction can be so so great. You can't overcome it on your own, and you want to quit. You know you need to quit. You try and quit, but because your flesh won't allow you, that Holy Spirit will give you that jump start that you need to, you know, start that deliverance process. I know I use myself for an example. I used to smoke cigarettes, and I enjoyed smoking cigarettes, but I knew I needed to quit. I tried to quit wanted to quit and I tried, but I couldn't. My flesh was too weak and I didn't have the willpower that I needed to actually do it. So God had to allow the Holy Spirit to give me that jump start to start the deliverance that I needed in order to, you know, break that addiction that had me bound. And a lot of times when we going through something that we know that we need to overcome, but we can't overcome, seek God to give us that jump start that we need. It ain't that we don't want to do it. It's just that we're too weak to do it. We we don't have it in us to do it, even though we know we need to. We can't, we can't do anything without the power of the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. without uh, God's guidance because it says that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And we have to have him daily, uh, moment by moment, to strengthen us. Amen. Amen. Man. Okay, and Paul says in Romans seven twenty one, I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. So this is why God puts I us out of the Garden of Eden. Because he knew that if we stayed in the Garden of Eden, we would eat of the tree of life and would be constantly having that fight between uh, what was good and what was evil forever and ever. So we had to put us out of there. Uh, (laughs) Verse 18 tells us about what happens. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. The apostle is clearly pressing the truth for returning to Christ and abandoning their return to their old ways of living before they became Christian. They lived under the confining rules and regulation of the law and had been delivered. When, when they became Christian, they had been delivered from under the law. But if ye be led of the Spirit, 
those that follow the law had tried to live up to the requirements and were doing were not doing so without the spirit empowerment. So Paul is pleading for them not to start trying to live under the law, but to, but uh, again, but to live in the spirit and the spirit of salvation that that has been uh, uh, they had been he had been taught them to do. Don't go back to trying to uh, manifest things under the law. And so he talks about what happens in, uh, when we try to live and not live in the spirit. Uh, now the works of the flesh, and and that's what we were talking about earlier. The flesh are manifest, which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Uh, some scholars identify these. Uh, 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 sin as sexual sin. The flesh is corrupt and unrenewed human nature. It is the carnal nature of man. So we, we're getting back to the carnal side of us, not to the spiritual side. And uh, adultery is an illicit connection or unjustified infidelity between two married persons. Fornication is an illicit connection between unmarried couples or between a married and unmarried couple. Uh, uncleanliness is is whatever is opposite of purity. Uh, so it's more more likely he's referring more uh, most people put that in the categories of sodomy and, and brutality and the likes of it. The citizenship is whatever the opposite of chastity is all type of lewdness. Lewdness consists of enticing lust, a revealing clothing, lack of clothing sensual dancing, provocative talking, touching, even intoxication. So these things that, that uh, is coming up uh, when we deal with the flesh, all these kind of situations comes up. And then verse 20 talks about some of the other things that dealing with uh, not being in the spirit, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, violence, uh, emulation, wrath, strife, sedition, and heresy. Um, so the verse two of these is talking about religious sin. Idolatry is the worship of anything other than the the true and living God. Witchcraft is talking about sorcery and all kind of uh, 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 witchcraft stuff that you would deal with. And the other ones is talking about uh, dealing with uh, labor as society society uh, sins and and that hatred. Is to despise or strongly dislike, and it's the opposite of brotherly love. Verus is contention, where the principle of hatred proceeds to open acts. In other words, you hate somebody to the point or that you're going to try to do something to hurt them. Immaculation mm-hmm. is jealousy that leads to strife. Wrath mm-hmm. is it's of anger or passion without constraint. Uh, Strife is fighting contention for superiority or struggle for victory. Sedition is division, dissension, and insurrection. Heresy is a body of men following their own attention, a teaching that opposite of the truth of God. Mm-hmm. So then we have all the other things, like verse 21 talks about envy, murder, drunkenness, reveling, and the like. Of which is I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do the such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So these things that that he's talking about, these sins that labor uh, as as 
most of what we see more of in anywhere, especially in this country, is envy. Envy is designed what uh, desiring what others have for yourself. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. in other words, you want to take what somebody else got and 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 for yourself. Murder destroy lives of men. Unjust yeah. drunkenness is excess of drinking wine and strong uh, uh, liquor that destroy the mind and become intoxicated. Reveling is excess in nightly or rented activities of just partying uh, and 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 such like. Speaks of any all the other things that. That you might have omit, overmissed for some reason or other, and all these things is, is part of Paul says is part of the flesh, and, and so he then turns around and says, "What what could be done if we were in the spirit, in the mm-hmm. spirit that the fruits in the spirit that can help us uh, uh, not to get in these kind of situations?" He says twenty two, but the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. These traits do not come from the human heart or uh, the color nature, but rather mm-hmm. from our, uh, one outside of the human heart. These come from the Holy Spirit. So these, these are the Holy Spirit, uh, are not from the color mind. And love is, a, is an affectionate toward others without strings attached. Joy is, a, is that in, intentional, internal experience of delight that when we do what is right toward God, peace is an internal contentment that is manifested within us in calmness, quietness, and orderness. Long suffering is the ability to bear the frailties and provocations of others. Guiltiness is mildness of temper, calmness of spirit, and an unruffled disposition. Goodness is the perpetual desire to refrain from the very presence of evil and do what is good to the body and soul of man to the best of our ability. Faith is the punctuality in performing promises, uh, one that is can be trusted uh, to confide in. And then verse 23 talks about meekness, uh, temperance against such that is no law. Meekness. Meekness is, is humility, patiently suffering injuries without feeling the spirit of reverence. Temperance is self-control, the ability to be moderate in eating and drinking. Uh, the believer that live under the guidance of the Holy Spirit is removed from the condemnation of the law. Uh, so we, when we move into the Holy Spirit, we're able to better. No, it doesn't mean that we can be perfect in anything. It just means that if, if God is controlling us as the Spirit is on us, we can better control us if we behave. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affliction of the lust. His apostles is addressing all true believers, and that that they and they that are Christ. They speak of those that have had a genuine experience with Christ, and not those that are only professing Christ and have not truly experienced Him. In other words, if you have a really truly experience with Christ. You, you, you've taken on his behavior. You, you, you ain't just said you want to be like Christ, but you actually get in the word and, and be, begin to behave like him. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you have, and Paul said, you have crucified the flesh with the, mm-hmm. with the flesh of lust. In other words, 
you have crucified that. You you could take that to the cross. This is to be taken to mean that Christ has delivered us from the controlling power of sin and the law, and not and He that has eradicated us uh, from our sinful nature. In other words, He has taken us beyond our sinful nature. We uh, mm-hmm. have the power of the Holy Spirit living within us, and He enables us to say no to the lust yeah. of the the color mind and to engage in the works and not to engage in the works of sin. So yeah. Paul says when we put on these uh, uh, spiritual, we're crucifying the, the the lust of the flesh. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Yeah. The apostle is appealing to us to encourage in a life that reflects a commitment to Christ under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. In other words, if you're going to uh, be in the Spirit, you ought to show some uh, behavior of the Holy Spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we ought to be able to uh, walk and, and act the way we are supposed to act if we are in the Holy Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Uh, so verse 20 talks about let us not be desirous of vain. I got my mind kind of, and then they talks about provoking. Provoking is to aggravate somebody, to 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 mm. do things that you know. And we have people that do that. They do things that we know is going to cause a conflict, going to create a problem. Uh, uh, we did it intentionally. Many times we say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that," but we actually did mean to do it. So those mm-hmm. are. Examples of, of of how we Paul says don't get into that, and that goes back to envying one another. Uh, as Christians, we ought to see one another as being on the same level. Uh, we are not always never think of anybody being beneath us or, 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 or inferior to us, because we all God's people. And yeah. So, go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was agreeing. I said yes. Oh, okay. So, uh, something you can take away from this lesson is God wants us to live under the influences of the Holy Spirit daily mm-hmm. and not under the influences of sin. Mm-hmm. Comments from anybody? Amen. So true. If we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in the direction that Christ likes, we won't go wrong. We'll still have those days and those moments when, you know, we get so overwhelmed with troubles, you know, but if we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in the right way, we won't go wrong and we'll make better choices. I say that all the time about, you know, praying for our leaders because they are faced with a major task you know, so we, if we pray for God to use them and allow the Holy Spirit to help them to make godly choices that 
you know, affect all of us, we under that umbrella. So if we pray that God, you know, lead them in the right way and we up under the umbrella, then we'll be protected too. We have to seek the Holy Spirit for ourselves every day of our life in order to make better decisions and make the right decisions. It don't mean we're going to be perfect, and it don't mean that we won't make mistakes because we will. Long as we live and we'll make a mistake because we're not perfect. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to help us and lead and guide us, you know, we'll be better Christians. Amen. Amen. And you know, just um, listen and, and all of these things that Brother um, Teacher mentioned about the things we shouldn't do. I know everyone saw something in there that, that they've had to, to um, try to work on. Well, meaning the Lord has had to help them through some of these uh, things but when you think about the the uh, fruit of the spirit and uh, the attributes attributes you know when when you think about it and you mentioned about addiction you know or, or thinking about about idolatry you know a lot of times you may say well I don't, I don't well I don't I don't do drugs you know or I don't but it is something like you just can't resist eating sweets. And every time, you know, you always eat sweets all the time. You know, somebody brings some sweets and knowing you, knowing you don't need it, but you just got to have it, you know. That's kind of an addiction. Now, this is just me saying, y'all. But then I think about uh, um, um, when I think of adultery, you know, a lot of times when you say for instance when you praise your car you know man I seem like you do but I don't want nobody in my car because you can't eat no food in the car can't put no fish no um, bucket buckets in my car fish buckets in my car or I'm, I'm just example mama don't look at me like that <laughs> but I'm just you know, you don't want somebody, and then then that's like you praising that car, okay? Or like, if I have a computer, you know, I don't want nobody else getting on my computer because I'm scared they may delete something, or, or, or you know, I I just need to uh, realize that you know what, God take care of, care care of that, but don't put nothing. Don't praise anything. The only thing we should praise is God, as as my example. But, you know, at, this lesson makes you think about some things in, in, in your life. I know me and some things I'm really going to work on. But as you read earlier, uh, uh, Deacon Wade, you said uh, the transform, you know, we have to, we have to make this, I say it's a daily confirmation every day in your life you don't know what's going to happen each day but you have to rely on the word of god and the holy spirit to guide you even the decisions whatever it is what you're going through in life you still have to rely on god to help you get through 
like a lot of times from action that I do. Yes, I get in trouble a lot. But my mom says my, my my mouth. She said my mouth gets me in trouble. Okay. I'm asking the Lord to guide my tongue. Help me to be able to. I'm just showing some examples of things, you know, like the fruit of a, the spirit, love, joy, peace. Patience is, is is so patience is low suffering. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Goodness, right. Yeah. All, all these things, you know, that's what that's what Jesus was. If you just look at that, everything in that is what Jesus. It re, relates to Jesus, the things that Jesus had done. I mean, and you know, and if you think about everything that that Jesus said when he was on. On this earth, he did nothing but good, helping those good things. You know, yeah, he may have gotten angry sometimes. We all do, too. But I'm just saying, but it's the way you're supposed to do things. So the Lord is working on me. And I know this. And I have to rely on the Holy Spirit to guide me day in and day out. Because as y'all stated earlier, it's, that's the only thing because we were created. God knew what he, he did when he created us. He knew that we were, we were flesh, you know. He knew that his spirit had to work in us. He knew that everything, if we wanted to be able to have eternal life, he knew that these things we have to learn. This is a lesson. I say a daily lesson. This walk in life is a lesson for us to continue, and we have to try to strive. And as as you said, uh, Deacon Wade, we're not perfect, but we need to try to be more like God, meaning his ways. Did that make sense? Amen. Well, at first, we were like God. Yes. But then in the fall of man, uh, that caused us to have a disconnection with God. Mm -hmm. And when that disconnection came with God, then that's when the sins uh, portrayed in in Adam's life. And from then on, everybody else's life that was born. And Mm -hmm. that's why in Romans, we have to be transformed, and the way we be transformed is by the, the renewing of the mind. By the renewing of the mind, we have to take the word of God and put it in our mouth, speak it out of our mouth. And the more we speak, the more we will begin to believe what we are speaking. And in yes. believing what we are speaking, our faith grows. Yes, yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Good lesson. Yes, it was a good lesson. Use it well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, there's nothing else. Go ahead.
He's having some technical difficulties, some technical problems. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, nothing else. Uh, we'll go ahead and close. Our Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We hope somebody gets we're able to experience something. Hello? Hello? Oh, Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We hope that somebody was able to grasp something of what was said here today. We hope, Lord, that it would enlighten us. Open the Lord that it would constrengthen us, that we might become better people. Thank you, guys, and protection in all that we do. May the Holy Spirit be with us each and every day, guiding us in all that we do. These and so many blessings we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Yes. God bless you. Need the blood to Jesus for me. Brother Anthony, are you there? Yes. Can y'all hear me? Oh, now we yes. can. Okay. Y'all have a blessed week. Thank you. You too. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.